Welcome to the downside with John Marco Ceresi. 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 Coming in hot. Nope, you're not allowed to speak. Welcome to my podcast. Thanks for coming on. I'd love if you, if you wanted to take the reins, <laughs> no, we could like do a that. reverse. I like that. That's like, you know, uh, uh, inside the actor's studio um, where Chappelle, for the 100th episode, interviewed him. Oh. And this oh, yeah. was before he was transphobic. I think everyone yeah. does that. A lot of podcasts I've seen do the oh, reverse. Yeah? yeah. One podcast that I listened to, which I won't mention because I'm kind of embarrassed that I listened to it, just did oh, that. Yeah. Wait, which one? Wait, what is it? We can bleep it out. John Marco. Oh, I like, no, no. I love adding bleeping out is a pain for John Marco. No, 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 no. Say Whoa. it as many times as possible, and we will bleep out every single one. Uh, Pete Holmes podcast. It's oh. not embarrassing. Sure. Do you do you listen to the whole? I listen to Pete Holmes. If I do, I always skip past the religion part. I'm very tired. Does, of, what does of, that mean? Is, I don't know how the podcast mm, works. Did we hear a beeping? Yeah. Was that you? That's my glucose. Monitor. That's your glucose monitor. Oh. For a second, I was like, okay. it was the cameras. I was freaking yeah, out. Yeah, I thought it was too. Okay, I gotta say. Yeah, um, the headphones are really high quality, and I can hear you. It's just you're like so much already. Sure, I can, it's like I, a human. I'll turn yours down, and then this. to hear you like me. right in my ear, we it's, it's a it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your glucose okay? I gotta check. Wait, um, how does the phone know? Oh, it's. <laughs> yeah, I guess we we'll get right into it. Hello, this. I'm the actual host of this. My name is. Would Jamar you shut the fuck up? My name is Sam Morrison. I'm the host of this. I just had a Comedy Central set come out, and <laughs> you did, you did. Congratulations! Uh, you had a Drew Barrymore set come out, which sure. uh, that's just as impressive. Thank you, thank you. This is the downside. One, two, three. <laughs> downside. Downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi. Uh, Who should... the fuck recorded that? Douglas, Douglas Goodhart. Goodhart. Oh my Dude, god! We have to start saying it before the podcast. Everyone always like, "Who's this?" Yeah, I think it's just because like you come inside, everything's the lowest quality it could be. <laughs> yeah, and then out of nowhere, no you hand got a towels, band. no <laughs> bad coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. What number is this? <clears throat> That's twenty-seven. He's young. He's oh, young. Okay, he's young. It's yeah. 27. You, thought was, you thought it was old? You thought it was older than No, old? no, I just, I, you know, some people, people I mean, in this like industry, it, it's a bold question. Yeah. But on your birthday, I also, I, <laughs> I don't really care. I, mm, I don't want to lie on this podcast. I mean, I will, but I don't sure. want to lie about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not too worried about getting old. I think it's because I have sex with old men and I think I'll just have more sex as I get older. Do Sorry, think, we don't have to get into that. No, 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 no. no, no. no I have a question no. about it. We, do you we just, think, do you we're ever like, wonder, start? Do you ever wonder when you're old, like, will it go back around? Like, like, nah. a, or you're just, they're just going to keep getting older, you think? No, 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 no. I'm just attracted to, like, a, a certain type of guy. So you think you'll, you at think some it, point you'll be the same Do you think age? at some point you'll be so old yeah. people will be like, whoa, gotcha. you're dating I mean, who way knows? too young? You, uh, sexuality is insane. We yeah. don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Mine's quite dull. I mean, you could end up being straight. Like, we don't know what'll happen. It's all crazy. <laughs> Do you think there will ever come a point where, like, let's say you're 90 and someone's like, "Oh my God, you're with a you're with a 45 year old." Whoa! <laughs> oh my God, I can't way too young wait. for you. That's that's gonna be a very funny experience. I cannot wait. Someone calls me the sugar daddy, and I'm like, finally. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Uh. Well. Well. Thank you. Thank you for for being here. I am. I am glad to have you. I'm happy to be here. You're you're, you're one of my few stand up you know friends. Yeah. They check in with. You yeah. Share your ups and downs with. Yeah. No. It's they're hard to come by. They're hard and they're hard to maintain. Yep. But and we did it. Yeah. 
And then, you know, you get jealous. You got that Drew Barrymore, and I said, I said, I can't be friends with this guy anymore. Right, sure. I, he won't even speak to me anymore. Yeah, and I didn't. I, 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 I voted thumbs up today. I said, talk to my people. Talk Drew, to your Drew. people. Talk to Drew. <laughs> Calling APA. Talk to me? Like, talk I'd to love to get coffee with <laughs> Sam sometime. What is it regarding? Just just see how he's doing. Yeah, mm. no, I sent this to them. And they he's were like, this is an unpaid <laughs> podcast. We, this is actually, I asked my mom for, she said, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, I want to be an unpaid guest on John Marco's <laughs> podcast. And she said, I can make that happen. That's really easy. Yeah, anyone can do it, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> I always get roasty with you. I know. It's fun. It's well, fun. I I get roasty with those I'm comfortable with. Yeah. I'll, I, you know, I'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah get, we get roasty. Oh, we get, we we get roasty. Oh, we he's get a roasty. dick. We get toasty. We get <laughs> Russell, Russell will go for the... Russell oh, really? Is, no, Russell what's the meanest okay. thing I've ever said to you? The meanest thing... Uh, so, I think I said it once. We were... I filmed a sketch series. This was like before I was doing stand-up. And mm. Russell was on the shoot day. And the last shoot day was on my birthday. Uh-huh. And Russell said oh. to our friends, he said, Jamarco spent his birthday just... Just like he wanted, trying to be famous, something about like that's how yeah. I spent my. That's what I want to do. Hey, I did. I I did shows on my birthday. I didn't really do anything for my birthday. I, I got a massage and a facial with my mom. Nice. And then I did barbershop at night. It was a fun show. So massage. Were you lying next to your mom, or like different rooms? <laughs> I was like on top. On top, yeah. just stacked up. Yeah, yeah. It was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I actually ended up more stressed out. No, of course we were in different rooms. What kind of question is that? Well, if you're doing a couple's massage. Yeah, no, we didn't get the couple's but massage. But I'm saying like they a couple's massage isn't inherently, you're not like fucking during it. You just happen to be in the room. You can I, talk. I, I fuck I, old I men, not to... my mom. You got to make sure, up. Sure. <laughs> it was a good massage? Unbelievable. Have you gotten one? Yeah. yeah. We talked about one where they clipped your toenails yeah. while you were yeah, yeah, in yeah. the massage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no more context. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I was doing couples massage with my wife and uh, they uh, the, all of a sudden we just start hearing clipping and I look down and 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 what she, do you, mean you just start hearing. Well, I felt <laughs> you it too. Feel that but before. but it, I, it was it was jarring. You know, sometimes you're like so like loose and into it uh-huh. and you're like yeah. almost verge of you're, it's between sleep and between relaxation. And so. I was in that place, and then it was so I didn't recognize that she was doing it before I, the the sound cu- took me out of it first. Mm. And uh, she just said too long. She just said too long, too long. and just cut my toenails, <laughs> and then went right back into massaging. Which I'm fair, but you know, I don't know even know how to get into that. I mean, I have so many questions. Yeah, did, uh, why did she have toenail clippers? You know. That is a really good question. I don't know. I, maybe maybe this is something that that place did. I also had a friend. When she never left, she went that. to a store, bought them. It was so bad. Yeah, mid session, <laughs> she's like, "I'm getting cut up. I look like Here's I just picked I up a like. cat." Here's what I didn't like. It, it was it was right near my old place where I lived in Astoria. What I didn't like is that it was the rooms. It was in Astoria. Yeah, the rooms mm. weren't separated uh, by walls. They were curtains. It was just toenails, and and it was like that's why it, she wanted the toenails, like hospital to bed curtains. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and uh, my friend, after we went there, he gave us a gift certificate to go there, and then he told me that he was offered a a, a happy ending there another time at another time. It just was wow. like one of those things where it was like it wasn't the best massage I've ever. Had. <laughs> the masseuse came in and was like, "All right, we have two options here at this." <laughs> We can either give him a hand job or, or cut, cut their nails. Toenails. And this is a tut the toenails well, kind of guy. I think because my wife was there, they were like, well, it's not going to be the hand job. Sure. We're going to just cut the toenails. That's their policy there. Um, I don't know. I'm not, I don't. Your wife, you were in the same room. Yeah. It was a okay, couple so of you're, so you're alone. 
Your mom's in yeah, a different room. But you're doing it at the same time. No toenails or hand job. Yeah. It's so a non a story. Would you have accepted a hand job? No. Just because your mom or just in general? Matter of It was a woman. I'm actually gay. By sure. I also think that if a parent being there, you probably wouldn't, you know. If I was in a different room from my mother, anything's on the table. Nah, <laughs> I don't like you. I don't like the way you said it. Would I don't you, like you get a happy hand job next year, so mom? If it, if it was I don't a, like your shirt. If it, if it I don't was like your personality. <laughs> I don't like your comedy. <laughs> if, it, if it was a man, would you would you get a happy ending? Oh, sure. But like, I guess only not only if it was like a gay, like, you know how there are like gay so- spas and saunas that are like just orgies. Sure, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, if you yeah. guys know that, but yeah, there are you know there are like gay saunas, and it's mm-hmm. if there was like one of those, I would. But if it was an establishment that seemed legitimate, I don't think I would. Yeah, and I, I don't think a masseuse. I don't want the masseuse to feel any pressure to have to give me a hand job. Right. It's very considerate. They're doing it for the money. Yeah, but I I think I understand what you're saying. I think it also I would feel stressed about. I'd always feel like a raid was about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like it would always feel like I was, I was the. That's what happened the to sting. the. Do you know the what I mean? Patriots. Like, I think they take one look at me and they'd be like, "That guy wants a hand job at the end of his thing." That loser. No, and they take one look at you and they say he needs his toes clipped. <laughs> Can you imagine how embarrassing they raided? Everyone's busted for a hand job, and you have to go in court and say, like, "I was no, getting no, my no, toenails." No, they were cutting my toenails. No, but you lie. You're like, no, yeah, hey, you I, was yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting a hand job. I was getting a hand job. They're like, we have video surveillance. The <laughs> woman's like, no, I swear to God. He's like, no, no, no. I get, I get. I get yeah, I got it. Uh, so you got a, a facial massage. Were you doing anything at night for your birthday? You doing anything? I fun? just went. To, I just did shows. You did shows. Yeah, yeah, I didn't want to have a whole birthday. I knew it was going to be uh, difficult for the set. Did you say it's my birthday? Nope. Good. Nope. You don't want that easy laugh. <laughs> you don't want to lube it up. I didn't. I didn't want to make a a, a thing of it. My birthday. Yeah. I just. You know, I I knew it was going di- to be difficult. It was the first one without Jonathan, and so I just mm-hmm. wanted to kind of play it easy, get sure. through it. And honestly, I had a great night. Mm. I went out for drinks afterwards with friends. I had a good set. I got a new joke to work. Oh, very nice. But then I'm, you know, excited about. So that's yeah. kind of as good as yeah. it gets. Were you able to have any any desserts because of the diabetes? Oh no! I well, well yeah. That transition it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Let me let, before we get to it. We this had day. a seamless transition with the glucose monitor. He was like, "We're gonna no, race no, by no, that." No, 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 no. We can't and then five it. minutes we later, I'm gonna do it. Then. We gotta introduce. This yeah. is the downside. Uh, this is a place where we uh, celebrate negativity. We we let people complain, kvetch, uh, all that shit. And um, if you <laughs> if you enjoy the show, I, I was at a show uh, in D.C. and there were a lot of people who listened to the podcast, but not subscribed to the Patreon. Yeah. And I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I get it because it's free, you see. Yes. Well, yeah. so if you do dig it, go to the it's patreon.com slash downside. You get two bonus episodes a month, someday four, two bonus episodes a month, a video of those episodes, extra little little goodies along the way, early episodes, ad free episodes. Check it out. Patreon.com. Slash downside. I just want to say I was in DC. Yeah, and um, it was normally I go for the for the weekend. And uh, by the way, this episode's coming out like I think this is the first of the new year. So uh-huh. just in mind, Good. we're not recording guys- this right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but good. normally I go home and I I the reason I do this weekend is because uh-huh. after Thanksgiving, all these all these people come. 
Sorry. Uh, it's all right. All these all these uh, friends from my middle school and high school come, but this was this was like totally the first year where when I reached out to all of them, I was like, "Hey, you going home for Thanksgiving?" And they're like, "We have our own home now." Oh, and our wow. and I was like, "Do you? Oh, do your parents want to come?" They're like, "Yeah, our parents are coming to our home oh, in Connecticut. Okay, we can't get a babysitter." And I was like, "I'll babysit. I can cancel the gig." <laughs> and uh, it was just like definitely. When I go home and see those people, is everything okay? Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine. But when I go home late, I really get a, oh, you guys, the majority of my classmates have husbands or wives, yeah. have kids, God. are about to have their second kid. And like yeah. um, all of them. And like in New York, it's like one or two friends that yeah. they met their they met their partner super early. So maybe that's why. But when you go home, it's just everyone yeah. is yeah. following along this very specific trajectory. Yes. I don't like that part of 27. Mm. It, it, you know, you are, are in a person with responsibilities, obviously not in our career. <laughs> yes. But for most people, sure. I, people start also like it's weird not being at the apex of your physical ability. It's weird that NFL players are considered old. Yes. Uh huh. At my age. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, are, you're you're not considered old as a comedian until you're seven thousand years old. Yeah, and have done eight million road gigs and fifteen years of being pooped on at a basement of a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that's, but like, but our that's why bodies it's nice. start falling apart now. That's why. Oh, that's why it's hard for now. me to actually connect to sports in a real way, because I'm like, what oh, is like these people children, are children, and yeah. they're, well, how they're is, useless. How old is LeBron almost James? Immediately, they're useless. LeBron James so quickly. My age, you know, he's like 34. No, really? Yeah, something like that. But isn't that wild? But they're isn't that wild? They all seem older than you because you're like, oh, they're like they're adults. They're playing. But LeBron should know? be like a 50 even, year old who's like built this for years. He's like 34. He has too much power too to be just 34. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah. 34 is something, but like he is kind sure of the president. Right. Yeah, look how look up how old he is. Um. But one thing that happened, LeBron James, his age is currently 36. Oh, wow. Uh, so here's one thing that happened. I did want to say a downside about this show. So someone comes up to me after the show, and I went to I went to school with them. We were, didn't, weren't friends or anything, but she's come to these shows the last couple of years. And she says, hey, do you want shrooms? Yeah. This is at my merch table. And Tova always wants me to do shrooms. Yeah. Okay. And I've always been, it's okay. I've always been on the fence about doing shrooms. Yeah. But so she's offering it. I'm like getting cash from people. So I'm feeling a little loose with money. And I was like, how much are they? And she's like 60 total for wait, two eighths. Wait, this is a friend of yours. Someone you know I know her. from school. Okay. And, and so, she's trying to sell you shrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a goodwill like, well, hey, okay. Do shrooms with so me. yeah, yeah. No, no, not, not to do the night. She's just like, <laughs> I have a home. You. I have a little, you know, whatever in my apartment. Do you want them? And I'm like, let me think about it. So I go back to selling merch. She comes over suddenly while I'm doing merch. She like clearly two bags of shrooms and like tucks them into my merch bag and like kind of walks away. She's like, I'm just going to put something over here and then walks away. So for a second, I thought, oh, how nice. Mm. She decided to give me the shrooms for free. Mm. No. Oh, no. Then she comes back once no. I'm done with the merch. I don't like this. And this is how much of a fucking sucker I am. She's like. So so it's sixty dollars, and I'm like, <gasps> she's a just drop. She what? just came to your show to do it, like to make money from you. She definitely made a profit off that show. <laughs> My tickets yeah, are not sixty dollars. Definitely not sixty dollars. <laughs> and and so like, if you're you listening, know, if she, is she listening? Does she listen does to the podcast? Listen to I doubt it. 
I doubt it. She's she's probably in Ibiza a, or the Bahamas a, on this She's a go-getter drug she's dealer. She's a go-getter, though. but that's she's the just thing. She's forcing people to that's, buy drugs from her. And it felt so humiliating because she like saw me like on stage, and you when you're on stage is like you like you have control of the room. And then right after she fucking like plays me like a fiddle. Yeah. Because I didn't have the strength to be like, oh no 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 here you go you can have him back. Or, you know I oh, you think about it. this. Yeah. I you know. I have, now it. I have. I have one fourth of mushrooms I, I in my house. I don't know. I don't like, you, and you don't do mushrooms a well, lot. Well, Tova really wants to do them with me, and I keep thinking, but then I get scared. All of a sudden, I ask my brother, who's done shrooms, I guess. I was like, I was like, how do you know these aren't the mushrooms that kill you the second you exactly. eat them? And he's like, he's like, they're not. But I'm like, but there are mushrooms that do that. And he's like, but why would she do that to you? But I'm scared. So. I, I think you just you should have gave him them back immediately. Me too. And I thought I would think you're a person that would have the confidence to be able to do that and not like be worried about what she thinks of you or like I that have that word. I don't it's like when someone's being like nice to me for me to like go like no no you're gonna not like me especially because you're selling merch you're in that like show mo- mood where you're yeah, like trying yeah, to make yeah. everyone a fan yes and it's you're and she came just to my show. show she, she came really to my show. suckered you it really seems like I like people give me free drugs after shows I don't want to say all the time yeah <laughs> all the time yeah but quite often also, I mean, even if it's like how you're paid for a spot, but also like sure. fans of are like, do you want to go smoke a blunt after the yeah. show? Almost as like a tip. Uh, I think yeah. that happens quite often. I'd rather also have- two bags implies that it was thirty dollars, and she wanted you to just have two well, bags. Here's where I fucked 60. up when she told me like, do you want shrooms? I was like, oh, my girlfriend's always wanted me to do shrooms with her. And <laughs> she's, she's like, like double. boom, double, double it. wow, double, it. double the order. I'm gonna make him take. Man, wow. oh man, oh man. So subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> yes, please. It goes directly to my drug habit. Um, you guys, you need to subscribe to the Patreon. He, he doesn't have hand towels. I know. He just has the big towels that he used to wipe his hairy asshole. Yeah. And then I have to use that as a hand towel. And then I asked him why, and he said, well, I have a joke about it. About not having any hand towels. Yeah. And then I have a joke about Tova having hand towels. I'll get it. I got a lot of things to do. I'm <laughs> yeah. growing up. Uh, you, Sam did what? You're LeBron James's age. Yeah. <laughs> <You're growing up. laughs> Get an NBA title. When I was thinking of the podcast idea, Sam did my first test episode for Theater Kid. Oh my god, I forgot about my original. That. I think I'm gonna oh. put it on. Not I, think gonna, it. I think I'm gonna put it on the Patreon. Oh no. Um, it was a good episode. It was. What yeah, did we, we talk we, about? We talked about your speech and debate. Oh yeah. You used to do speech and debate and you wouldn't you really did not want to give me a video of you doing speech and debate. Oh yeah. I sure I will. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't I don't have it. It was on my old computer and I, I don't I don't have that video anymore. Yes. I know it sounds like I'm lying. <laughs> but it was very interesting because like the, he was one of those where like his introduction into theater and performing was that speech and debate. And you watch some of it and it's like it's borderline acting class or there were like scenes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were no acting coaches. No one told you it was acting, but it was acting. Like, what was one of the, like, duets you did? What did you call them? <laughs> duos. 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 We called them duo. Uh, yeah, my uh, freshman year, we did Frankenstein. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take a whole script, turn it down into, like, 10 minutes using the actual script. But, like, we weren't good at it. So we kind of cheated, and we just, like, eh, kind of summarized and threw in some of our own lines. Mm-hmm. We also, like, I don't know. We weren't doing the work that mm-hmm. you're supposed to. Yeah. Anyway, we made it down into 10 minutes and you just act out the whole play in 10 minutes without looking at each other or touching each other, which is like a theater. It sounds like a, like a weird intro to acting theater thing that you would do. It feels though yeah. like theater for straight people. I know not for you, hmm. but like, it feels like a, like 
version of theater that's like a little bit like less or a little bit more like (laughs) academic. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny because you can't look at each other. It sounds like a straight guy was like, I want attention, but I don't want (laughs) to look. I don't want to have any emotions while I'm looking in someone's eyes. Uh I don't want to touch one of these gay dudes. I just want the spotlight. Yeah. Were you good? Mm. I mean, I was above average, but for how hard I tried. Mm. I mean, I got some big trophies, but to be honest, like one through seventh place got big trophies. Wow. Was, I wish I had one trophy from from shooting in a camp. Oh, what yeah. Was, sorry. I killed the most kids. Yeah, it sounds I, um, like that. <laughs> uh, but that was it. Like, I didn't have a thing that gave me trophies. Yeah. And I was jealous of my soccer friend. He had trophies. You had oh, trophies yeah. all in your house. Oh, I had huge trophies. Did, did your mom build a shelf? Like a trophy shelf? Where did you put it? No, that's something my mom would do. Very coddled as a child. Uh-huh. But <laughs> no, we, we threw them all out. You did? Yeah. My we like were trying to sell the house and that was the first thing. And now found. and we never sold the house and we still have the house and I guess we could have kept the trophies, Pam. Wow, Pam. Oh, what no. the fuck, Pam? Uh what was what was the best uh, what do you, you call edit speech that and debate? <laughs> just God. what the fuck, Pam? <laughs> Welcome to the downside. It's, spe- it's called speech and debate. Speech and debate. Baby. Speech and debate. Yeah. And there's a league. There's yeah. a, a national league. You know what it's called? What? The National Forensics League, which abbreviates to NFL. Hey, isn't wow. that ironic? Was that a joke that everyone made back then? No, like, actually, I just thought of it now. Wow. Really. <laughs> Um, what, what was the, what was the best thing you did for it? Like anything you were proud of? Anything you look back and you're like, I did good in that. I really was such as, actually, you know, uh, Kenise Mobley, has she done this? Yes. Uh, yes. She was yes. like our fourth episode. Or yeah. yeah. So we wrote a script together and it was called Speech and Debate. It's based off of this, based off of Speech and Debate, our experience in Speech and Debate is that we both took it way too seriously. And yeah. kids got way too competitive and we did and it became our whole lives and it was like, it like taught us how to be like type A competitive artists mm. instead of like artists that make art for what you're passionate about. Sure. But it also gave you a, I think it's good. Good to be that artist. I know plenty of artists. Who Are did, you uh, getting defensive? No, cause I want to, I, I want to defend you for being a type debate. A. Oh, you sure. Know, you know, you figure out the art later. You sell it first, figure it out later. That's it my was, strategy. I guess it was sort of like the businessy side. Yeah. Not businessy, but you know what I mean. Where like you're you're really focused on trophies. That's what speech and debate tells you, is focus on winning. Like, and you have coaches. Our school didn't have coaches, but there are other like bigger schools, sometimes private, sometimes public, that had like coaches, and the coaches would teach the students just how to get into first place. But like it was very. The, what's the goal? I guess I I still don't understand. And we talked about this on when we did the podcast. Like, yeah. what is is it a cool theatrical piece? Is it a perfect representation of the play? What yeah. is it? Ah, I Where think does the debate part come in? Great questions, guys. Um, <laughs> I'd say it's mostly just to finally give straight men a spotlight. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah. I should go back and do this. <laughs> yeah. I would have had a lot more success. There's no they do it. They do have it in college. Is there? there? There is in college. But then there's there are after. actually scholarships for speech and debate. For speech and debate, and I think you can get like a full ride. There was a kid from my high school. He got it for debate. So there's speech and debate. Do people go on to be lo- yeah. lawyers? Like what? What is the? Did you ever see the debate goal? thing? Because the debate kids I remember 
they were all I took Latin and I was the dumbest, but we, the smart ones did debate. And here's how the, the the debate would sound like this: like they would move boxes of of papers all the time, and then the debate would be like they would talk as fast as they could, like auctioneers. Yes, exactly. Right? That's what, what is I that? mean about like they're trying to win rather than they're trying to because what they're doing is they're just trying to literally say as many contentions as possible so that the other person has to cover all of those in contentions, and if they run out of time without covering all of them, you win that contention. What oh. kind of questions were they debating? Anything like heavy, like abortion? Or? It depends on the topic. God, I really, I remember more about this than, well, probably because I just wrote the script, so I kind of had to sure. go back yeah. to in my mind. Was that part fun? Do you remember any debates where you like defended something you cared about? I didn't debate. You just did. The, I did oratory did and duo. So oratory it was more, it was like a, I wrote like a speech and I performed that and then I did like a duo and I performed that. Do you have any? Do you have any footage that we can put into this episode? Be Again, fun. I don't. How is that possible? I ha I'll have pictures. How is that possible? You're acting like I have like every time I was on a stage. I have it on DVD, VHS, MP4. He's like, I have my SNL retrospective <laughs> yeah. edited and ready to go. Um, no, you I did mock trial, and oh, uh, yeah. that. But it was like, what was funny about that is that the kids who were like. Maybe a little smarter, maybe a little more our lawyers now. They were like the lawyers. And then kids who were like me, I was a, just a witness. So it was like my part was just like pretty memorized and like you'd have to go and then you'd, you what know. What was the, the crime? Wow, I don't remember. I don't remember anything about it. it did was you act crime? it well? Like, did you? Well, I had yeah, a, like they, a it's a mock trial. Like, you go and like oh, you're oh. you're you have a, you're cross examined by the defense who you're going against. You're like Kyle you're a witness for the prosecution. So you're like so like I don't want to say something that'll hurt the case. Sure. You know, so I had to do improv in those things. You know how good I am. In Russell improv. is very so, bad at improv. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like um, oh. dramatic improv. I think would be funny. Funnier, mm -hmm. you're like good. It's like one of those things where if you broke through that wall, yeah, I, I believe in your abilities. Well, so, um, I think if you had a couple hours to prepare, you'd be great at him. I just remember though, it was a lot of like practices where there was nothing for the witnesses to do, we would just sit there and be like, and the lawyers had to go all, all sort of all over. So all sorts of things, you know, yeah. it was a lot more work for them. It is funny where they're like, you're, you, these kids are trained to be a lawyers and you're training to witness a crime. <laughs> 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 um, so sorry. Uh, I, I do. I am fascinated with, with the diabetes. Yeah. Oh I just feel so rich. It's uh, can you tell me when it happened recently? Can I, can I check my blood sugar? Yeah, yeah. you absolutely can. I think that's a good way to start check it. it. Yeah, sure. I, I have to do this. Uh, it's a great excuse for when then, you're on your phone and you're actually just on Grinder and people are like, get off your phone. And then oh. you're like, I have diabetes. I'm checking my glucose monitor. Wow. You simpleton. I'm going to start doing that one at the dinner table. Yeah. My mom, my mom will be like, well, you have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom, I didn't tell you. Um, Honestly, all you need is one of these things, which is, uh, I can't show you because I have a sweater on, mm. but it's a glucose monitor. Yeah. It's connected to your phone. It's connected to her phone. And, uh, yeah, it's right here. It's like attached to you with a needle. Oh, um, I refer to myself in the uh, as she in the third person. Oh, okay. Still gotcha. gay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> not actually because I, I identify as a woman, just because I'm like annoying. Right, okay. That's fine. Um, you think it's annoying, Russell? 
I no, I just Russell, said that's unbelievable. Fine. I said that's fine. <laughs> oh, you are bad at improv. <laughs> no, um, and so you could audit. I have like extra ones of these. I've thought about this. I tried to make it into a joke. It didn't work. But like, you could take one of these and just put it on you and go home to Thanksgiving with your mom and be like, "Sorry, I'm checking my blood sugar. I have diabetes. Show her a glucose monitor attached to you. I could attach one to you. I could see kids like doing that in schools and it becoming like a problem. Oh, where they my have to. God. I, That's yeah, so true. I love it. Make it to TikTok trend. So you, how? When did you find this out? How long ago? July, uh, like sixteenth, seventh. I was in the hospital like July sixteenth, seventeenth. I wasn't like diagnosed until later because I had to do like tests. But I knew. Is this diabetes two? <laughs> Part <Or> one. one. <laughs> Part one. I love the way you said it. Diabetes two. <laughs> What's the type two? Is usually how people say it. But I love that you were just like it's <laughs> diabetes. Part two. <laughs> uh, so it's one. It's one, yeah. And when did you, what did you feel that made you suspect it? Uh, the symptoms are you pee a lot, you dry mouth. I had like a weird taste in my mouth. I was fatigued all the time. I was like, you know. You, was the pee different? Kinda. Was it? Because there's, you know, the famous Patrice O'Neill bit. Uh, Von DiCarlo, who was Patrice's girlfriend. Uh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And Patrice had a bit. He found out he had diabetes because he was uh, peeing in on, her, on her and she said baby your pee tastes like birthday cake and that's how he found out god yes we gotta have on, on the is, podcast um that is the best diabetes joke i've ever heard yeah wow so that's how i'm just processing so much right now yeah yeah also he, he pees on she she gets i think it's fine because you have you have some pee bits too yeah that's true Sam, Sam really like he has you have a peeing is it you peeing on someone or someone peeing on you someone peeing on me someone peeing on you and it's like but I'm like, coming he, out he, right he, now he boldly he boldly goes up there doesn't matter there could be kids in the front row he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> yeah. and he'll he'll make it work but it, you see it it's one of those bits where I'm like if I ever when am I when are we doing shows with kids know, in the was, audience lol oh well who gives a fuck about lol lol do you know oh, no. do you know that do you know that they they moved out of lol they moved to the gay bar. They, they they left that space, so they went to the gay bar, which looks which looks like LOL, but it says XOXO. I don't even uh, want to. And then it just has a screen playing Lil Nas X all day. Wait, and that what? makes it a gay bar. <laughs> and that makes it a gay bar. <laughs> Do, can we? What? Can we? Could you? Could you tell What's that? Happening? Could you tell that story? Could I tell what the story? LOL story? Oh yeah, I've never told that before. I would I'd love to hear it. It was a it was a. Oh boy, I just got like the yeah. Uh, you know the stomachy thing. Is that a diabetes thing? No, no. Just yeah, like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, LOL. We've talked about it before. It's a club I I love. I still work, uh, but we have to tell stories about it because it's. I important. mean, this is. I think I don't know if I want to like publicly shit on them. Well, okay. So this isn't at LOL. This is a different club. Sam and I work in the city. I'm saving what this one this for club? the memoir, baby. Oh, really? It's a really good story. No, it's not a good story. It's a sad it's story. It's a sad story. But like it's it's a very it's a very like someone hate crimed me and you're like, it's a fun oh, one. John Marco. <laughs> it's a good one. I was trying there to get Patreon night. subscribers. Yeah. Tell them. I <laughs> Yeah. We you wanna say that? It's a it's a I mean, I will just like the the I'll the I'll do the summary. Sure. Uh, basically I was just like I was performing. I was bombing. It was a 2 a.m. show. People uh -huh. were very drunk. 
couple guys in the back called me a faggot, screamed it, and then everyone was on their side. Which like, oh. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. And then they all started like chanting and chanting. No, 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 not that. Oh. But just like cheering for me to get off stage and. Uh, and then did OC run up? No, uh, I had to finish my set. There was no one in the room. Yeah, that's the other. I was like, that's the other. I was like trying to get out, but I was like, I don't. I mean, of course, I should have just ran. But there was something in my stupid. Yeah. Two years into comedy brain where I was like, no, I have to be a man and finish my set. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're trained as were you digging? So were you up. like were you like were you like Scared? pivoting to yes. like different like different material or were you like, no, fuck you. I'm going to do all my I looked. I found a woman in the front row and I talked to her and I had lost control of the crowd completely. So I just talked to her and I was just like, I don't even sure, remember sure. what I said. Just oh like, oh, hey, miss, what's her. your name? Could you call 911? All right, moving on over here. Yeah, exactly. That's horrifying. And then yeah, eventually the host. The host came back. I, like, escaped. <laughs> yeah. And Who then, was hosting? Um, I don't remember. And John Mark, you didn't do anything. I was not there that night. Okay. I absolutely would have. I absolutely would have done something. <laughs> what would you, you would have gone up there. They would have called you a faggot, too. <laughs> <laughs> enough. Enough with the gays. <laughs> That would be very funny. Um, when I go to the Stop it. He's my friend. <laughs> but one of those things, I mean, it definitely, I always think about it because I think about, uh, to say the word, to, the, the, the privilege of when you go to these clubs where it's just tourists from all over the world. Yes. I think, and I'm sure this is naive and as a, as a straight guy, where I think the world's more progressive than it is. And then you go to these where mm. people are from all over the world and you're like, no, no. homophobia is the standard. Yes. Here. Yes. And in many parts of the world. And I think about that in terms of the clubs you you might tour and, and all this all the kind of stuff where there's certain spaces where I have a joke. I have a joke about the musical theater camp where a guy uh, uh, sucks my dick. And like I can feel just telling that story that people are laughing, laughing, laughing. And the moment that my dick is in his mouth, I see a certain swath of people go, what the fuck is going on right now? Yep. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, you can't even. To me, it's wild. Of I mean, it's insane that they can't. But that's just a huge chunk. Yeah. And uh, it was hearing about that story from you, and I, I know it was very traumatic. Just I think it just reminded me of of the privilege of of not ever having to think about that as I go around America, and LOL. Yeah. Um. Did you feel when that was over? Did you feel? scared to do comedy for like in certain spaces or did you feel strong or like fuck everybody i i remember i i played it off i like i just like it was so weird i just like went home and i told jonathan and he was like horrified and i was like no it's fine it's just like what happens when you're a comedian and i yeah. was like and then like two months later i was like this is really this really fucked with me mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. you know going back there and performing again took me you know a little while and like yeah, just like kept thinking about it. What do you think if if you were the comic you are now and you're in that situation, would you just leave the stage? We just go, ah, I'm out of here. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. I would say, sure. uh, fuck you guys, and I would walk out. Yeah, it's very it's very tough. Once you get up there, you, you know those rules in your head just establish themselves. You're like, well, I can't just leave. Yeah, eventually you like, realize. Well, yeah, you like, can. Because <laughs> were you getting paid? Probably not. Probably not. No. And the I wasn't. bouncer is out there hitting on a lady. Yeah. Kendall. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh no, no, no! This the the bouncer. He was just hitting on. The only time I ever saw him really take action was if someone wasn't paying their bill. But 
I remember one time there was some there was some couple that they looked in rough shape, and I I said something about um, Steve Buscemi on meth. You look like Steve Buscemi on meth, and it was pretty accurate. And he got mad. He left, and then as I was leaving, he like rushed up to me, and the security guard was like flirting with this person right there as this guy like ran right in my face. You never have. You so rarely have good security at any of these clubs. Absolutely, yeah. Which um, I mean is is part of the reason why you feel scared when anything happens. Yeah, yeah, like that. Because you know that like the club is not a real club, and you're just yeah. performing in a room in Times Square. Yeah, and there's no one coming to help. Yeah. yeah, and there's a lot of people. If anyone were to, I always think if there's ever like a fire or something, at least in this space, it's so crowded. Just it would be it would be tough to get out if everyone was trying to leave. There yeah. was a fight that broke out there once, that where this the security guard did like someone's mom went on stage. And uh, uh, I forget who said it was. Uh, Casey Aurora got it all on film. Someone's mom like sat on the stool and wouldn't oh, leave. I yeah. And then this. Kendall yeah. like tried to like take care of it. Then the mom slipped, and then the mom's son like like thought it was the security guard who did it and attacked him. And man, when he wanted to do something, he, he was a good security guard, and he just like sideswiped this kid <laughs> and fucking knocked him over. Mm. And uh, yeah, it was fun to watch. Well, thank you for for sharing that. I uh, yeah, of course. This is the downside. Um, oh, let's take a commercial break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back. Uh, <laughs> someday we're going to have our own ads. Um, so, so back to diabetes. Back to the beaties. This is the thread. Because like diabetes, it's always there. Um, always. So Incurable, you, baby. So you're, you're peeing. You, you're feeling exhausted. Yeah. And... One day you're like, you just like, okay, this is going. This no, is I had a regular checkup scheduled with my doctor. I honestly, mm-hmm. I thought it was grief, so I didn't like think twice about it. Of course. Mm-hmm. And then I checked in with my doctor, and she was like, "I'm going to test for diabetes, but you don't have diabetes. You're 26. You're healthy. You don't have a history of it. And then your family doesn't have a history of it. My grandma on my dad's side does have, uh, did have diabetes, but usually you need like a direct connection. You need like a brother father mother but so she was like you you don't worry about it but i'm gonna test and then the next day the um i actually have a joke about this which is partly true the um what actually well the joke is the doctor called me and was like you you have a coma you should go to the you should be in a coma your blood sugar is so high go to the hospital and i was like uh like what she said uh (laughs) <laughs> Why can't I remember the joke right now? Isn't it weird? You tell a joke off stage and so yeah, you're yeah. like, every no, something's different. I can't yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> like there's one little thing off and you're like, I, <laughs> I'm useless. I can bring you on stage. We can. Yeah. Yeah. If experience. you could just intru- say Drew from the Drew Barrymore show and then I'll be Drew, perfect. <laughs> from Banana Moors. <laughs> no, she, um, but the joke is uh, that I was, she said a very intense and like the way she said she it said made me want to be like, she was like, you should be in a coma, go to the hospital. Like the way she said it made me want to be like, bitch, you don't know me. Okay. Mm. I should be in a coma. I should be on Broadway doctor. <laughs> but the, what actually happened is the, cause there, there's like a separate 
there's the doctor and then there's the the lab and the lab person called me and was like hey are you okay and i was like <laughs> that's the, can you imagine getting the call from the lab the they'll lab, give you the results the they lab say, like we don't have time exactly. to call the doctor we don't have time to call the doctor we have to call this person cut out the middleman call them directly exactly. that is terrifying yeah I was like, I thought I was, right? Yeah. Before you said, are you okay? So you said, you said, It's like yeah. when you're bombing and an audience member is like, you're doing well. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm not, you know? <laughs> oh my God. So they, they call and you say, what well, you say, yeah, what's up? Yeah, pretty much. And she said, your blood sugar is very high. You should go to the hospital. And she told me it was like four, I think 98 at the time, which of course I was like. 498 points. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> but what's good? What's was. a good number? An, an average is uh, 70 to like 120. Wow. So, yeah, I was really high. So, I you say, wow, like, it's hard to know. It's well, hard to contextualize. Times. That's five that's times. That's a bigger times. number, sure. <laughs> I, I think five, if you were like, your li- your alcohol level was five times the amount of the legal limit, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> that's the legal you limit know, is 120. Or if you go your above average it, weight like, is five times the <laughs> average weight. I'd be like, wow. Like, I'm just, it's not a crazy response, John Marco. Yeah, John Marco. <laughs> he's trying to you're empathize. Like, you're like, oh, you're supposed to have 2,000 calories a day? I had 10,000. Wow. Yeah. Are, that's like seven it, great examples there was, in a row. There was a hair. <laughs> it took you really, a hair to make that math calculation that I saw. I'm very, I'm very good simple math. You know that about me. I'm very good. Um, I did have a question. Is, is... You're 27. Is type one, is that later on to be, I feel like I know the people in my life that I know mm-hmm. have type one diabetes n- new since they were like kids. Yes. Like, is it later on to be diagnosed with that sort of thing? I, mo- most people get it, but it's actually more common than they originally thought to get it at like oh, my okay. age. Uh, it's called juvenile diabetes, which yeah. is the other name for it. And this was the joke that worked last night was I have juvenile diabetes, which is a compliment. My agent was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not putting you out for high school auditions anymore. And I was like, well, my pancreas thinks I'm nine. So, <laughs> uh-huh. I like that. And that worked, and I was excited about that. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is more likely that you get it when you're a child. But, yeah, it's it's very weird. Your pancreas just, like, stops working. So just you, out of nowhere. So you go you go into the hospital, and yeah. they what kind of test I do did, they do I went next? to the hospital the next day. I went to the hospital the next morning. I stayed the night. Were you freaking out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I kind of knew. Because the doctor was like, we're going to test for this. And then she said, your blood sugar's that high. And then I Googled, what does that mean? Mm. And they were like, Google was like, you should be in a coma. <laughs> That's, Not, yeah. Were you scared you were going to make it through the night? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. I dreamed that I uh, went into a coma. Oh, my that night. God. Yeah. What was the dream? Like oh. you were just in a coma and your friends came by? <laughs> they were like, "You fucking idiot! You wake up, loser!" <laughs> no. That'd be me. Yeah, Hello. Marco came by. <laughs> oh, let me see your tight five now, huh? Oh, Who's gonna win the New York Comedy Club competition now? Uh, four ninety-eight. That that's even, what I'm saying. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, they came by. They were like, 498 loser." <laughs> so, the, so you go to the hospital. Do they do another blood test, or are they like, "Okay, this is what it is. Here's what we need to do." Ugh. God, those few days are such a blur. It was um, so many different doctors telling me so many different things. A what was the primary happens. fear? Was it was it a uh, fuck? I'm gonna have to not. I'm not gonna get to eat 
in a enjoyable way anymore or was it i'm gonna die young what was the primary fear as you're figuring all this out both yeah. yeah i mean i yeah i mean that was the question that like everyone was avoiding which is like what's the life expectancy like what's what does this mean mm -hmm. for like long term and, and what is what, what what is it ultimately it's complicated mm -hmm. um old i think the good news is if you can control your blood sugar you can postpone the effects and potentially eliminate them if you can keep your blood sugar in a normal range. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's virtually impossible to keep your blood sugar in an, in as normal of a range as you guys who have working pancreases. Mm -hmm. So, and like I'm not, I mean, I right now my A1C, which is like a, I, you guys don't know what I mean, but, but in my A1C was like seven, three, seven, four. And you need your A1C like five, five below. It's, it's like a normal one. <laughs> Oh my God, that's I'm not. <laughs> I gave up on the riff, but that was a good one. Uh, so, does it get worse as you get older? Does it get harder to make maintain that balance as you get older? No, it doesn't get harder to. Well, probably. I don't really know. It. it uh, I would assume. Well. First of all, the longer you have it, the better you know your body. Like, I have no idea what's going on still. Like, the other day I had a bowl of white rice, and it fucked me up. But now I know white rice raises my blood sugar an abnormal amount. Yeah. So, like, you know, you learn. Also, I'm in uh, something called honeymoon right now, which is, I mean, there's a lot of clinical thing terms yeah. that I've learned over the you past You told me the honeymoon that, thing, though. Tell, tell oh, us Oh, I did? That. I, yeah. It's like your, so type 1 diabetes, your pancreas just stops working completely. When you start to like inject yourself with insulin, which I'm doing, your pancreas learns a little bit. Mm. And so you are in this weird phase for like, I don't really know how long, but I, I guess it could be like anywhere from a couple months to like maybe even a year or longer, where your pancreas is creating a little bit of in insulin infrequently, inconsistently. And so everything that you do, you're like, basically, like you're not. You're not getting good data in this period. Like, everything's going to change with probably by next year. Like, how everything affects me. That's mm -hmm. what the honeymoon yeah. phase is. Wow. But you said, I think when we, we had lunch, you said there was some possible medication that would extend the honeymoon period. There was something you were looking at? I was going to be a part of a clinical trial that mm -hmm. attempted to do that. Uh, and you guys know what a clinical trial is? Yes, I, <laughs> I don't know. You're both so dumb. <laughs> so... Uh, a clinical trial is. <laughs> um, do you decide not to do it? Nope. They cancel. They can oh, they postponed it. But I have a feeling they're going to cancel it. And I don't know if the study is going to resume in time for me because I'm in honeymoon still. But something came out in the New York Times literally yesterday that I don't want to get my hopes up. But there was a guy who was like cured of diabetes, but it was one guy, and of course, like all the way at the bottom of the article. And he, yeah, of course. <laughs> Jeff Bezos figured out <laughs> you know, at the bottom of the article, they're like, and we're going to need to do this extended over time for the next five years to figure out if it's safe and then extend that to this many more people. Yeah. And then within 300 years, we'll be able to cure type one diabetes. And it's like, yeah. fuck these sensationalist headlines. Cause I read that and like, yeah, ah, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I feel like it would be 
because I'm sure there's updates on diabetes. I'm sure there's diabetes studies done all over the world, and there's all sorts of things. So many. Like, do you feel most part of you type needs- two? Uh, I see. Yeah. Is there any part of you that like you need to detach from like googling about and getting your hopes up and getting your hopes down? Yeah. I mean, well, I I like. You know me, I'm a very intense person. When I first got diagnosed, I was like, I'm going to learn everything and I'm going to cure this thing myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just try to learn as much as I can because it is a, a disease where you manage it yourself. Like you give yeah. yourself insulin, you're constantly, you're like your own little nurse. And so if you're a better nurse, you're going to be healthier and live longer. Yeah. So I was very intense about trying to learn everything. Is there any food And then I out? burned out and now I'm not as much. Sure. Yeah. I imagine that's most people's trajectory. Like there's some... Is well, there any food that it's really tough for you that you don't you won't eat anymore or that you wish you could eat the way you're used to? Like so just things you can take insulin to match anything. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it's complicated. Um all right. Uh basically like if you can figure out how many units of insulin you need to eat a birthday cake that is a hundred carbs and you can match that perfectly, then you can do it and I can have it without any consequence, just like you guys. But the more amount of insulin that you give yourself, the higher the risk is. Because if I fuck up 10% when I'm giving myself 40 units of insulin, then I'm going to go way up or way down. The margin for error is less. But if I give myself two units of insulin and I fuck up, it's only going to change my blood sugar ever so much. Yeah. How, so how, it just depends on how risky and you're feeling that day. How soon do you have day. to give and the insulin to yourself before you eat the cake? Depends on the timing, depends on the food, depends on so how much protein tough. and See, that fat is, is in the food. Depends you take like one bite, how it tastes like you shit, are. and you're depends like, fuck, I gotta eat the rest of the cake. That day. Oh There's a million God. variables. So that's why it's impossible for me to be as good as you guys. But you can learn and figure it out. And Also, isn't there... Wouldn't there, in theory, also be like, because I've, I've heard of like, there's all sorts of issues with people having insulin and being insured and like, and like if you, in theory, if you're oh, having the to use more insulin for yeah. stuff, doesn't that cost more to live, like just yes. to, to be living? Because you know? I'm in honeymoon, I need very little amounts of insulin. So I yeah. have the opposite problem. I might, I pick up prescriptions. I've got a lot of extra insulin at home. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But yeah, it's a I'll fucking some shrooms for insulin. Yeah. What does it come in? Deal. Like um, a bottle? Yeah, well, uh, a pen. Was there? It okay. depends on how you get it. But I like, you about to see, like it. it's complicated. I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. Um, what's, is there any... comes uh, in a popper's bottle. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is, was there any getting used to... Because uh, uh, So are you giving yourself shots? Uh, like, was yeah. That, was that a weird thing to start doing? Or, or Oh, yeah. Were you just like... Oh, totally. Mm. Oh, that I mean, imagine giving yourself a shot. It's yeah. like the weirdest thing in the world. Very weird. Are you... Can you, does it, does it bother you at all now? Like if you go in for a flu shot, are you like, whatever, I I get this every day. Oh yeah. The flu shot doesn't bother me as much, but like the, I'm still not used to like giving myself injections. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And you have to look at it. Yeah. You have to look. That's the thing. You got to look well, yeah, right it's not at a, it. It's not a big needle. It's a very small needle. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I can show you guys, but this is actually a podcast. Well, we're, we're yeah. filming it. We're... What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? That's like poor Christian Finnegan what? of the show. And halfway through, I was like, you have something in your teeth for oh. all this whole video. <laughs> it was brutal. Um, I know. Well, I thought you weren't filming it because of the way you were dressed, but apparently. <laughs> I just took uh, a very long Megabus. 
Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. What? Take that Amtrak. You're I know from it D- really DC, is. Right? So I need to take the Amtrak. I know it's Mega just Bus. like it's fifty dollars versus like two fifty. It was no, expensive it's not. If you if you book it far enough in advance, it's like sure. It can be like twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. Yep. My God, the Amtrak's are great. Twelve dollars. I don't know if I've gotten a twelve, but like under twenty. Oh, sure. I feel like I'm. I feel like I've gotten a twelve though. Have you seen a twelve dollar Amtrak? I don't. I don't I know. I think if I've, I've ever, gotten a twelve dollar. There was Amtrak. one part like like earlier this year where there was a twenty five dollar ticket. I was like, mm. God damn, twenty five. That's beautiful. Uh, this is a huge broad question, but you've obviously had probably the most intense induction induction into the American medical system this year. Induction, <laughs> Indu- like you've just dealt with like yeah, every yeah. fucking facet of FDA-approved things. The yeah. medical system. What's what's your biggest complaint about the American? What's what's the biggest problem in your mind with the things that you dealt with this year? Uh, I don't know. Next question. <laughs> yeah, I just remember seeing you on on Twitter, like looking about like medical studies, and I just thought it was so fascinating that you were kind of doing that work. Yeah. To like figure out like studies and speeches and that must have been a hard. Do you, do you consider yourself science minded? No. Yeah. That's what's tough. Every yeah. time I go to see a doctor and they talk about science stuff, it's very hard for me to like, I'm sure with diabetes, you had to really hunker down to like figure this shit out. Yeah. Well, and I've kind of learned to like, I know a lot about nutrition now. Yeah, and because I do, I yeah. love telling other people how to live their lives. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Do you do you feel nervous <laughs> to good. like help people? I got a nutrition for dummies, and it, this is my oh, you own. Did? Well, a long time ago, and it was. I, 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 that's not yeah. how my brain works. Of course, I read it, and I could not. It bored me to fucking tears. Of I couldn't handle it. I think just if you go to the grocery store and you look on the back of every nutrition label and count all the carbs because you have to. You're going to learn about nutrition and you're yeah. going to become interested in it because yeah. like the amount of sugar that's in everything is just wild. Mm. And so like, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just insane. The, uh, food system, like you get interested in it because it's so unusual. Like we just take it for granted because we don't look at the nutrition labels, yeah, yeah. but it is not normal but it is the it is normalized but it is so weird how much fucking sugar is in it like i have my glucose tablets i guess i can i don't know how much of this is gonna be on video but well we're gonna put the whole episode on youtube oh you do yeah oh is that just for the patreon or is that for everybody no that's for everybody oh cool yeah yeah, yeah. can you i'm starting a youtube channel and i'm like gonna upload videos within the month and start to like get followers can Mm -hmm. you like Tag me in it. How does of YouTube course. work? You know, I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah. put all the things. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, like, this is forty. I think this is forty grams. Yeah, this is forty grams of carbs of just straight glucose. This is how much like is in a muffin. This is as compact as sugar gets. They got as much sugar as possible into a thing so that diabetics can carry it around, and when their blood sugar goes low, they can save their lives. This is as, and then you go to eat a muffin, and it's like as much possible amount of sugar they could have added into it yeah same thing you that's equal to a muffin i mean yeah a lot of muffins so if you ate a muffin you would have to do that first or the opposite no i'd have to give myself insulin insulin Insulin. you have to match carbs with insulin. so when do you have to take this so if you give yourself too much insulin this is why the birthday cake is dangerous if i'm off and i give myself too much insulin then i go low and when i go low it's dangerous you can pass out you can have a seizure you can 
end up in the ER to, and, you know, et cetera, die, yada, yada. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, God, I, I hope I don't get diabetes. This sounds uh, like a fucking nightmare. Well, it's good material, though. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Got Are there any other comics with, like, a lot you know, of diabetes <laughs> other than Patrice? I... I don't know. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple. Yeah, there's, there's a, a couple. couple. Sure. James Hamilton, Lindsay Lucido, uh, and then on the West Coast, um, Andy Silverberg. <laughs> I love that. There's one Australian. Yeah, yeah. Just got diabetes. <laughs> the jokes are still rough. He's yeah. not good. Give him a couple years. Yeah. But most people have type 2. And I hate. Is type two? I hate type twos. Put it on the record. See, I was going to ask no. you about is there like a is there like a weird thing because you're like my body just did this against me and there's a type two like is there any sort of there's like a stigma yeah, with man, type we two. don't get a stigma with type two they're they're just different diseases and everyone just says diabetes but they're just such different and 95 yeah. percent of people have type two so almost everyone has type two yeah mm -hmm. but type one is your pancreas stops working type two is your pancreas works fine it's just the rest of your body is like nah yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't accept the insulin when you get type two diabetes can you also, Can I just need to say this. I realize this as I'm saying this on a podcast. I know it sounds like I know what I'm talking about because I know sure. more than the average person. I don't know anything. Google it. It's very yes. new for you. Yeah. It's totally new for me. We haven't entered the Joe Rogan phase of this podcast yet where we just <laughs> spout off our theories. Oh, so, yeah. This is medicine. not scientific this, We're still data. asking people, do your own research, but like not your own. Yeah. Listen to the doctor. Listen to the Listen doctor. Listen to a doctor. Anyone else. I got, I got my booster. Me too. Didn't feel anything. Oh, me too. I didn't feel anything. I had a breakthrough case. Though, I got it. Like felt bad. I know that was ugly. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. You got the booster. I got it like three months ago. You know why? Diabetes. Diabetes. That's diabetes. privilege, baby. <laughs> that's that diabetes privilege. What's up, baby girl? <laughs> Listen, I'm more than happy to give that to you. You can have that privilege. The privilege of diabetes. When you walked Thank in, when you. you see other, you see like really old people and then young people, and you're like, diabetes? <laughs> One or two? Two? Fuck you. Yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, with that, let's go to our, uh, our next segment. This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Uh, did you have a, this has got to stop. This has got to stop. Mixing up type one and type two. No, well, did you read, you didn't read the email. So. No, I did read the email. I was going to do something diabetes related, but we covered oh. it. Oh, oh okay. you did. Great. Well, you um, had another one along the way. I think it was about, was it about comedy competitions? Oh, sure. Yeah. Comedy competitions. I mean, this I'm doing one stop. tomorrow. So I'm I don't doing know if it tomorrow with you. Move. <laughs> I'm doing it with you, too. Yeah, this will come like out that. after the winner has been crowned. <laughs> I don't. I, I think everyone. I, I don't. Well, you. I don't like. I Look, I understand comedy competitions at a certain level in your career. Like yeah. when you're trying to figure out how to write jokes, uh, a booker of a comedy club wants to see how many. If you can have a certain last per minute, they want to see consistency. They want to sure. see jokes. But at this point in our careers not that we're above anything but i just don't think that uh like i am not writing for comedy competitions and i am not writing to get past at clubs i am trying to you know i'm 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 doing something but what's funny is you and i could both complain about that but we both have we we're both punchy enough people that like we can do the competition. Oh, totally. Some some comics that's to do a five, a tight five is a is a brutal sentence. They're not gonna make. They're not gonna. That's not where they thrive. Absolutely. But yeah. We what we've we've talked about on this pod where we did the the laughing devil mm -hmm. that I uh, oh, that yeah. I won and then yeah. Sam uh, went eighth I think on the lineup and they decided to drop checks. Oh, I forgot his, about that. Oh, God. During his, yeah. it was in Gotham in the in the basement space. Yeah, yeah. And they they did checks 
during his that spot for a competition, so and like, I mean, it's 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 not even it's not even it's beyond shitty. It's just like, well, then you that's that, you shouldn't put a contender there. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. Do you remember who won? I did. I know. <laughs> I just uh, think it is weird because you're like, why why make it into? Thank you. Is that what people want? Do audiences want that that competition? Things? Um, it feels like it's, people like competition. Like I just, I didn't win uh, New York's funniest, and I was quite upset. Um, but I think did you have a good set and think you should have won? Or I did have a strong. I had a strong. I was a strong set. It was probably a little like frantic. I like was the last one, and I think yes. the audience was a little tired. Yes. So like part of me was like, of I'm course, punch and punch and punch and of punch. Course. And um, it's all about timing. It's all randomized. I mean, I just yeah. did one of those college conferences, and that is all about timing. Because you, you did things- APCA. You did APCA, which I did. This is uh, it's like there's NACA and there's APCA, yeah. which is more yeah. like localized, more regional. Yeah, exactly. and it's in the morning. It's a little small. It's what like time much was it? Oh yeah, the showcase is like it's like at eleven a.m. Eleven a.m. and you're doing it for college kids. And like, you go like, after a poet, and it, they're like these uh, showcases are like two hours, and so it's all it just. Oh, no. But that's how kind of all comedy competitions yeah. are. It's just it, it yeah, expanded yeah, yeah. and on steroids, so it's more obvious. But it's all about who gets the good Africa. spot. I well, I did it. There, the guy who like cleaned up, he does impressions. Oh, and so, yeah. like at the end, he and the screen just showed all the impressions that he does, and then you kind of wait by your agent's stand. So people can come up and ask questions. And what this guy was doing is like, I'll go on your Instagram story and I'll be The Rock or I'll be Shrek. And I'll be like, hey, that, that's the that's my impression of Shrek and The Rock. Um, Shrek and The Rock. And The Rock combined. I, I do dual. That's once. The yeah, Rock yeah. if he was voice acting for Shrek. <laughs> one more time. Let's hear it. Three, hey. two, one. Hey, I'm Shrek. <laughs> I'm going to rock bottom you, donkey. Uh, well, so, now I'm hard. <laughs> it's very, you did NACA, right? I did NACA as well. I did not get into NACA. I did the I, Zoom I, I didn't get into NACA either. I only got into NACA through NBC. Right. Yeah. Fucking A. But like I, I heard, I think maybe it was Pedro Gonzalez or some comedian. He followed someone who did a, he had a pogo stick and he would do flips with the pogo stick and then tell one liner jokes. <laughs> and it's just, it's really tough to follow that and be like, I'm going to do what that guy did, but without the flipping. The pogo. Yeah. When I perform at these conferences, I do the pogo stick version of my act. Mm-hmm. I do the biggest act outs. I do the funniest voices. Doesn't matter how good the jokes are. It's all about uh, you. You just got to play to the audience, and it's a younger audience. Okay, so that so yeah, I was gonna ask who is the it's college and kids, it's got to be clean or it's so and it's, it's not clean. like what's so weird about all these bookers. colleges? Though almost every college I've ever been to, save one, I go and I say, "Is it okay if I curse?" And they go, "Yeah, whatever." Of course, me Most too. colleges do not give a fuck. Yeah, but all the conferences are hyper clean. Yeah, because and, yeah, these I hate kids, it. you know what these kids want. You remember being in college? You want someone to be a little dirty. Yeah. Um, but you've you've done well in the college circuit. I've done what? Well, well yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I've done well. And you and Ashley, we've had Ashley on. You guys do go out together sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we did one APCA where we both had good sets, and we were like, "Well, we're just going to compete because we're both gay, so mm-hmm. we'll just do a duo." And then we booked a lot that way. Yeah, it's just it is it is kind of interesting just doing these shows where it's like we have one gay guy and one gay yeah. girl. You'll get everything you want. Yeah. What do you think of competitions? Um, I mean, you've done well in them, so yeah, I'm you seem like I had one year. Guy. I made a lot of money, like when I wasn't making money in stand up, where like yeah. I won Mohegan Sun, and that got me, you know, the feature uh-huh. weekend. And I remember when I was doing stand up NBC, and you went to do Mohegan Sun, uh-huh. and I was like, "You are an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> why yeah. would you do that?" But that was one of those where, like, 
I bought a suit before the finals and the suit like was a thousand dollars, like a custom, a first nice suit. And I was like, I wow. have to win. I need this. Wait, money why now. did you buy the suit for the thing? No, I just had to do buy for something. I just needed oh, a suit. Okay. And but it was just like it gave me that motivation of like I have to win this. I think competition's gonna be good for like it forces someone like me to like make a tight, make an order, yeah. finally come up with a rundown, yeah. beginning to end, crush. But of course they're they're bullshit. They sometimes it's based on the audience. If you go first, go fuck yourself. You're not winning that. You go first mm-hmm. or second, you're not winning that. You do it with a check spot, you're not winning that. I don't yeah. care what anybody says. It's not happening. So I don't know. I, I feel good about it because I, I won a couple of them, but I ultimately think like it's a lazy version of trying to figure out how to pass people at the club. I mean, ultimately, there's too many comedians. So when you have yeah, too many true. comedians, all your systems of passing and, and working people are going to be fucked up. Yeah. And I only, I only like them because I do think it can be a rare opportunity that if you're like a really strong comic, this can be a rare place where you can enter at the bottom level and break through and have people see you in the finals. So I do think if you're like a really strong, mm-hmm. tight comic, it can help the cream if rise. Everything a- should be make the cream rise to the top. That should be all the goals of all these things. Right. But if you're a comedy club, if you're a competition comedian, like I, I don't. I think a lot of comedians that we both love never would have done well at any competition. Of course, but I, I would also argue that a lot of comedians I do love. Like part of being a good comedian is is structure, and like maybe you don't like doing a five minute set, but you can. But you can, and I you can force yourself well. to work hard. And yeah. like I hate, I hate that shit. But you, you have to force yourself sometimes. Yeah, I agree. I think you, you should be able to figure it out. But then again, it's like if, if you're, if that's your forte and that's what you're doing every night is like a five minute punchy clean late night style set versus you know like a drew michael it's not yeah. gonna uh, drew's not gonna win the competition even how no matter how many uh, you know sure. unless he prepares for like months but that's not gonna happen sure. for a competition and there's all the, there's people who can do a tight five minutes and like if they couldn't do an hour to save their life like they don't know how to Absolutely. like flow and talk yeah. and but that's just that's just that's the, that's the game yeah um i do like that at least New York Comedy Club is not making it a bringer. Mm-hmm. It's comedians that I don't I don't know how they find the comedians, but like I don't know how they got my name. Sure. I mean I've done shows there, of course, but and I know a lot of the people there. But, but to like be fair, I mean, and this I do not think this is too egotistical to say. You and I are both should be any any club in the city who should should be grateful to have you. And I'll take me out of the equation, just say you. But we know we've been both of us. They, How do I they, pretend to be humble? <laughs> How do I play this off in like a this. way that's like? But we know this. We're real, confidence, we're but real also... comics, and so like, so you know, the the reason you're in it is because you should be no, at the club already. Not that I don't know how and I got so my, it's I'm like, just, I was trying to compliment the this. I know I'm shitting on competitions, but at least this isn't the bringer. I I this is way 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 above that. Gotta bleep that one out. No, I know, I know. <laughs> But to be fair, like, even with that, it's the reason I was able to work no, there because I've got no. the five minutes in front of them and then I work there. And you brought I wasn't to go ready. There? Yeah, I brought, I don't think you did that one, but you you probably were on the list. I don't. All right. Listen, that's fine. Whatever. We'll have a comment. We'll, 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 we'll. No, we know, but we know everything's fucked up. And sometimes yeah. you're on the good side of it and sometimes you're on the bad side of it. There's no club that someone can complain about that I can legitimately be like, you're wrong. Every club has fucked some people hard. Um, and I just wish more of them would fuck me in the good way. <laughs> fuck me, daddy. Um, let's go to our final segment. You 
your blessing. You better count your blessings. This podcast is such shit. And then as soon as these beautiful, <laughs> perfectly crafted musical transitions come in. I think maybe I need to make like less less good versions. Me singing yeah. it. Like to the, you better count. That feels more like in line. Uh, um, Russell, do you have a blessing? Oh, uh, you go first. Oh, fuck. No, I want to hear yours. Go first. I always go first. I had a really, I had a really cheesy my one. Blessing, I had a really and I want to hear one. yours before I choose mine. I had a corny one. What is it? It's gross. But I do, I, I'm very thankful for our friendship. And uh, Oh, that is gross. It is gross. But it's like, you know, it's very tough in stand-up. And I know, like, I there's, there's plenty of ways that I have not been as generous with my time or just like make time. It's very hard to make time as it's a stand-up comedian. It's and there's just... one of the things with comedians, at least we under, we like understand that part of it. Yes. Which doesn't mean, you, you know, you can, you, sometimes you do have to be like, well, I can't excuse everything because my stand-up is tough. <laughs> but I think, uh, I think especially when the part that we are and have been, mm-hmm. I think as you start to have more success and like you don't have to, do 17 open mics a night. Uh-huh. You are you have more responsibility as a human in every aspect of your life. Absolutely. And it's also tough with stand up. I remember hearing about this probably on Pete Holmes where there is a thing of like you your friends and then you succeed more and then maybe you start being on the road more. It's uh-huh. just like one of these things like if your career goes according to plan, you become even further apart. Yeah. We're not going to be headlining the same play, you know, but it's uh yeah, I want to be headlining the places you are. <laughs> but uh I I I remember I feel like we first met doing shows at uh, Jekyll and Hyde. No way, really. Um, oh my god. I feel like the that's restaurant. the first time we met. I just remember like getting to know you in that upstairs space. I don't know if it's still there. I remember like, the night before your Caroline's headlining set and you were a mess. Was I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was we like in six the months into comedy. You had like 17 <laughs> notepads. I mean, it was later replaced by a MacBook Pro that you would open on subways. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and you were like running bits by me frantically and we didn't really know each other and I was like, we have the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do. We're very much checkers. We like to get feedback. Uh, oh, but, I meant uh, sociopaths who will do anything to be famous, <laughs> but also that. Uh, and Jekyll and Hyde was such a it was such a shit. It was like fun, shitty because like the mic. It was for like scary shows they did, so the mic had like this reverberation oh, effect, and you were like, "My parents got divorced when I was seven days oh, old." Jesus Christ! But uh, you've been a friend since then, and I'm very grateful uh, for you because you only get so many of those in this biz. Yeah, I am too, really, and I think it's because. Well, like we met at the right time mm-hmm. and it not, and it's not just about timing, but like we really were both. I, I don't know. It's like you just in this industry, you just like there are such I think we've talked about this before. Like, who's your class? Yeah. Yeah. We Neither of us have a class. Yeah. But I think we were in and we still aren't in the same rooms. Yeah. We, largely. But we were. Just, I don't know, immediately we were both like, wow, we care about this so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are trying so hard. And we just, I think, just immediately connected on that. And I think it's it's that initial connection. And then it's just... Yeah. It's just, I don't know, and it's just been natural. It, it has not been something where, like, we need to hang out every day. And I, honestly, you need that or it's not going to last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you're 
you know, we've both, I'm sure, tried to be friends with people. Of course. Because we're both lonely. This is such a lonely thing to do. Mm-hmm. You try so hard to be friends with people. You're like, I'm going to get uh, drinks with them, and I'm going to get coffee with them, and we're gonna, I'm going to try to go to their shows. And or I, I'll tell you that having the podcast, there were some people who I... Once they were a guest, I was like, oh, maybe we'll be able to be, like, friendly now. Absolutely. And then I see them, and I'm like, oh, fuck. It's just, <laughs> yeah, it's the same as before. Yeah. It's hard. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, we talked about everything. And, I know. And you just can't change it, man. Yep. You it's just, really and, hard. And also, we were able to, like, uh, uh, I think talk shit is the right thing. Yes. Immediately, we were able to talk shit, and that's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's important for any relationship. Yeah. You're definitely the more positively. I, I remember, I remember <laughs> we, <laughs> I remember just being in a CVS with you and I was talking mad shit about someone. We could talk about it after this, but, but you were like, they might be here. You're the more <laughs> cautious of the two shit talkers, which is good. I need, I need someone to be able <laughs> to rein me. Yeah, a you can be bit. a little loud when you're sometimes <laughs> doing it. I like, I like, yeah. you're like, wait till we walk three paces from the club yeah. before yeah. you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Or like, don't you know? Actively shit on a competition we're both doing tomorrow in your podcast. <laughs> something like something like that. But when I am in private, I feel like I'm the meaner one. Really? I mean, what do you think? I think I can get pretty caustic. Yeah, but we're. Po- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I'll, see. I'll start taking score. Um, top that blessing, motherfucker. Okay. Um, no, I don't have a. I don't, it's fine. I have a. Um, my easy one is, you know, Thanksgiving just happened, um, and I didn't go home, and um, I'm grateful. My parents are, I feel no pressure, I felt no pressure from them Lovely to, like, thing. to come home or do a thing. They came yesterday, and we did it, like, a nice lunch thing, but it was just nice of, like, that's how parents, a good supportive thing of, like, oh, yeah, we, we want to see you, but... You don't have to come like, and I felt felt good because I feel bad because I feel sometimes I hear people's stories and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's so much pressure to go home. Then you go home and it's awful and you're just sitting alone in 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 rooms like you know not wanting to be there. And uh, and I don't feel that way. I like I you know, um, but I I was grateful not to have that pressure and and that they still came and I got to see them and it was lovely. So that's that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like you were talking about my family when you discussed that horrible version. No, I watched the movie The Humans, which was a play, <laughs> and I was thinking about like I'm like, oh, that's you know, that's a lot of people's experience. Do you refer, do you refer to to fiction as your friends and people you talk to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, I love that one. I love I love a non pressure. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, just I can't, like I can't even it imagine. Always, what it, it was so nice. It was so lovely. Much. It was just like, oh, we're just gonna be here. In our own home here in New York, we got to go to a movie, we got to go to a concert, we got to go out to dinner. It was just a nice, like, week. It was a lovely week. I think about it because, like, I don't plan on going home for Christmas. It's going to come out after Christmas, but yeah. uh, I don't plan on going home for Christmas. But, like, I know every every couple of days I'm like, fuck, am I going to have to go home for Christmas? Because my dad, it will, will lay it on. Yeah. And I was home for Thanksgiving and, you know, the stockings were already hung and there's my name yes. on one. And oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you got it. I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. It's a family is so complicated. Oh God! Um, For Thanksgiving this year, I did a. a, I won't go into a whole reason why, but I did a lunch with my family, and then at night I was free, and I went with my best friend Ashley, and we went bowling. Best Thanksgiving I've ever. Beautiful. That's lovely. (laughs) Just went to fucking Chelsea Piers. Had a great night bowling. bowling. Just so, just so chill. Ashley Gavin. Yes. Um, I spent my Thanksgiving with a. This guy. Here. Yeah. 
We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk oh, about beautiful. it. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah, we can't Patreon. talk about it. We, uh, yeah, because it's... Gotta see no one wants to hear about Thanksgiving oh, in January, okay, Russell. Okay. <laughs> this is Patreon content. <laughs> um, uh, so is that your blessing? Bowling, Ashley? Oh, yeah, I think that should be. Uh, sure. Well, I, hey, you know what? This year has been horrific, and Ashley has got me through... I'll, she has been there for me. Uh, yeah, I guess my, I'm grateful for Ashley Gavin. Ashley, Ashley grateful. Great. Yeah, I mean, I, I call her crying at least. <laughs> yeah. Very often. And she, I mean, she always makes time for me. And she's like so busy, but she's um she's an amazing person. Mm. And she's really selfless. And uh, and maybe if we tag her in this, she'll share it on her Instagram, which has a lot more followers. Yeah, she has a lot of followers, too. <laughs> so... Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, so uh, again, thank you for for listening to the downside. Um, I this this won't be timely, but just remember for next this Thanksgiving, I timely. guess for next Thanksgiving, you know, as as much fun as you have, whether it's bowling, not spending time with your family, being with your family, it was really <laughs> just it's really built on the back of uh, incalculable suffering and pain, and frankly, a, a genocide on par and worse than the Holocaust if we're talking to Thanks for coming to the downside. This has been the downside with Sam Morrison. Woo! Edit everything else.